Welcome to Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. My name is John Bartlett, and I'm your host. Dory Herman is well known for her Instagram page, The Cardogians, a humorous dog pun on the Kardashians. She's always found a companionship and a connection to dogs from when she was a child to now being an adult. After college, Dory got a dog named Chloe, who ended up making a big impact on her. Since then, Dory has gotten more and more involved in the rescue world, serving on the board of Foster Dogs, Inc. and Susie Senior Dogs. She has also become a big advocate for senior dogs. Dory, welcome to Dog Save the People. Thank you. I'm so, so excited to be here. First off, you had a dog growing up? Yes, I had a dog. His name was Dallas Okay. for the TV show. So he was an English Springer Spaniel. I have a great caricature from a party that I went to as a kid that says... Sometimes I think the only person in this world that understands me is my dog, Dallas. I think yeah. I was six. <laughs> and that's how you did. Do you feel that way? Oh, yeah. I mean, dogs are life. I yes. was just talking to my friend Hillary about how, you know, all dogs are better than people. <laughs> I think a lot of people feel that way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're yeah. the best. You know, they just, they make everything happier. They never say a crossword to you. They've never stabbed <laughs> you in the back. I mean, it's the purest love you can have between two beings, I think, yes. is is a human and a dog. It's just unbelievable. So after college, I moved into a place that allowed dogs. And that was the first time I ever got to get a dog of my own, which is my dog, Boston, that I adopted. So went to an event and I saw this dog and I just, it was, he was meant to be mine. I fell in love at first sight. And where was that? That was in Columbus, Ohio. Okay. Where I went to school. And just the sweetest, nicest boy. He was my soulmate dog. Oh, so, wow. uh, so I had him. He passed away one day before 10 years. Okay. So we had a nice long run That's together. really wonderful. Yeah, That's a yeah. Good, that is a good run. So, so even when you say that you're adopting an older dog, I mean, he was between six and eight, they said. Um, <laughs> wow. You never quite know because, yeah, 10 years, I certainly had a, a nice time with him. That's so, great. Yeah, yeah. So he made the move with me to New York. Yeah. I'm a huge fan of your Instagram, the Cardogians. That is just, I can't stop looking at it. I mean, every, every dog on there, every post is so charming. Can you tell me a little bit about the Cardogians? Yeah, sure. So a couple of years ago, I adopted Chloe and she was just Chloe at the time. And on a whim, I said to my friend, I'm going to start her an Instagram account to keep her old family up to date. So I thought, let me just, uh, put her on Instagram and I uh, did not know that dogs were famous on Instagram. I had yeah. no idea whatsoever. I call myself a folennial because it's yeah, like a millennial I world. I've never heard that and before. And I'm not a millennial. So I texted a friend and I said, I'm going to start Chloe an Instagram account. What should the handle be? And she said, Chloe Cardogian. And I said, okay, great done. I mean, that was it. And it was born and I had no idea what I was in for. Never really watched the Kardashians or anything like that, but it just became this great personality because Chloe, anytime she saw a camera, just posed uh-huh. and gave you angles. Right. Every, I mean, it was unbelievable. She found her light. She really did. And she had a little sparkle and those bulgy eyes. Uh-huh. And she started catching on. And a few months in, I met Erin, who runs Susie Senior Dogs. And she wanted to interview me about adopting senior dogs. And we got in this whole conversation about rescuing seniors and I sort of didn't understand up until then that seniors are like listing away in these shelters all over the country because people don't think it's worth adopting a senior dog and my first dog I adopted he was between six and eight years old so that's considered older yes. <laughs> um, to me it always seemed like a great idea to adopt a little bit of older dog because 
I didn't want some dog that chewed on everything right. or that I had to potty train and all that kind of stuff. I'm with you on that. Yeah, exactly. It's like, <laughs> I would say they're great starter dogs and lazy people dogs. Yes. So, um, so it just kind of got my wheels turning and understanding what a great opportunity that I had to talk to people more about, I always believed in rescue, but so I started talking more and more about senior rescue in particular, and the Cardogians just started growing and growing. We had a BuzzFeed feature and all sorts of things. Wow. And um, Chloe just, you know, she loved going to a party and networking and stuff, yeah. and it just showed that, you know, <laughs> the best years of your life can be, you know, nine plus. Yes. She was nine and a half. So oh, I love it. She continued that legacy. We did lots of cool stuff. She passed away, unfortunately, over the summer. Yeah, I'm sorry. Thank you. Yeah, it was... It was a big loss, both losing her and also seeing how much she brought into my life as my wing woman. <laughs> you know, we went to a lot of events together and things. And um, I have another dog, Cupid, who's also on the account sometimes, but he's more of a, I call him my home dog. Right. Uh, he's a little bit of a shy guy. Yeah. So later in the summer, I adopted Kimchi. Right. Um, and she is a much different kind of chihuahua. Chloe kind of fooled me into thinking all chihuahuas <laughs> quiet little sweet <laughs> right adorable dogs kimchi is much more of the feisty and she got the name kimchi because she's very spicy exactly i was um, reading that i love that yeah and i thought it was perfect because of the i was trying to think of some kind of kardashian-esque name yes. that wasn't an actual name of a kardashian yeah and a lot of people call chihuahuas chi yes so kimchi just kind of oh that's perfect. yeah and then the spiciness yeah. and everything so i just like to give them a voice that's sort of who they are but kind of amplified. Yes. It shows to people how they're really enjoying the best time of their life in their senior years and that it's really a valuable time to adopt. So both through like literally saying that to people and then also just through the example of showing these dogs kind of living their best lives, we get to do some really cool stuff. I love it. So you had <laughs> yeah. mentioned that Chloe was kind of like your wing woman. So how did she... How do you feel like she changed your life? She changed my whole life. I uh -huh. wouldn't have my life if not for Chloe in the way that I have it. I mean, literally my best friends that I met through her account yeah. that I now live a few blocks away from. That's Ella Bean and family. Right. Um, Did you meet them on the street? Uh, I met them through the account and then they, sh they showed up to an event that we were working at and we just clicked right away and have been best friends ever since. Is this a human and a dog? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and a few dogs, actually. Yeah. And then what wound up happening is I had always wanted to get more involved in animal rescue and wasn't quite ever finding where my little niche would be. I had a dog that I'd rescued prior to Chloe, and he was a, more of a quiet, shy kind of guy, too. So, you know, we met people on walks and things, but I... I just never found my place and having Chloe helped me find my place. I am on the board of two rescues now, both involved with senior rescue. We've gotten to do really cool stuff and tell people all the time about how awesome it is to be a senior rescue. I mean, I literally say I would not have the life I have, but for Chloe, wow. I mean, just it, she, she was everything. Is that incredible? <laughs> she really did inspire this whole new trajectory for you a hundred percent i mean i quit my job not just to do chloe stuff i'm a graphic designer and i was working full-time and i wanted the flexibility to be able to pursue more things with her so i mean she literally changed every part of my existence mm -hmm. i get this wonderful opportunity to interview people on this podcast and everybody has such a beautiful story about how their dog or dogs yeah have changed their life or have inspired them in ways that they would never 
yeah. have imagined. Yeah, I was listening to Caesar today, oh, who's yeah. a friend of mine, and just hearing him talk to about how Luby helped him overcome this really difficult time in his life, and it was like... Oh, Chloe did the exact same thing for me. I mean, I had lost my dog about seven months before. Uh And to be honest, the first time I saw a picture of Chloe, I didn't think she was very cute. And I'm honest (laughs) with that because I I now realize how much I was still grieving and how much she helped pull me out of my grief. Yes. Not that it's ever a replacement, but it's just the next step in in your life is, you know, I have an empty place in my home and my home does not feel like a home without a dog. I hear you. I'm (laughs) Um, right there with you. Yeah. So it's, it's unbelievable. I mean, to me, all of the really good parts, even if you just get a week of really good parts, it's all worth that. You know, I like to say a lot that I don't know anybody who adopted a dog or had a dog at any point that wouldn't do something from one more day. Exactly. You know, whether you adopted them at three weeks old, three months old, three years. Yes. You know. Let's talk a little bit about your associations with two different yeah. nonprofits. Yes. One is Susie's Senior Rescue. Senior Dogs, yes. Senior Dogs. Yep, yep. And then the other one is Foster Dogs, Inc. Yes. Tell me a little bit about each of those. Both of them operate on helping other rescues find homes. So Susie Senior Dogs finds dogs all over the country and posts that are in need of homes, and they are all seniors, and they all have to be in shelters. Also fundraises money to help with medical needs if needed and things like that, or education programs. And then the other one is Foster Dogs, Inc., which doesn't just deal with seniors. They deal with all sorts of dogs, and they sort of bridge the gap between the shelter and rescue system and the fosters who are fostering through education, through providing adoption events, through providing, if you're fostering and you can't get to an adoption event, somebody can take the dog for you. I mean, they literally soup to nuts help with all sorts of things. I'm on their board too, but I mostly focus on their phosphorus program. And so... It just struck the chord with me that we could, you know, help these dogs that, but for a few things, could have been Chloe. And so when Chloe passed away, we did a Celebration of Life fundraiser in her honor last year. Mm -hmm. And we raised about $11,000. And the program was actually renamed in Chloe's name. So now it's Chloe's Fospice Friends. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So she gets to live forever in that way. See, that's such, I mean, the fact that there's this incredible legacy. Yeah. and, And the fact that she inspired your so much of your life yeah. and this this particular like mission for you. Yeah, it really when I think about how much change and how short a period of time happened, you know, it's just unbelievable and I'm so thankful that it happened and that I I just I didn't have a love at first sight with Chloe. We met, mm-hmm. she kind of hid a lot of the uh-huh. time. I didn't think she was that cute, but I felt like the universe was saying this is the dog that you need to have right yeah, now. Yeah. And I'm so glad that I listened when that happened because she was so unlike every dog. I mean, spaniels and, you know, <laughs> I was thinking maybe I'll find like a Cavalier rescue or right, something, you know, right. like I'm a fluffy dog person yes. and Chloe is, was the opposite. She had these toothpick legs and uh-huh. her paw was the size of my fingertip. Yeah. I mean, she was just a dainty little thing. And I just said, I, I just feel the universe is saying, this is the dog you need to have. And I'm so glad that I listened. That's amazing. Because, I mean, she literally, four pounds could change the world, you know? <laughs> she so, was an ambassador. Yes. For the senior movement, really. Yeah, and yeah. just the idea of raising the awareness for both senior dogs, for phospice. And yeah. these are things that it's not so easy because you know that the dog's time may be a little bit shorter, Yeah. but the rewards mm-hmm. are tenfold. A hundred percent. Like Chloe 
the only way that I can think to honor what a wonderful dog she was is to do these kind of things and mm-hmm. live and continue to educate people about who she was and how they can take a little piece of that and use it in their own lives or their own adoption stories. I mean, we get so many people messaging saying, I never would have considered, but now I am looking at a senior. My next dog will be a senior um, because they see just how amazing it can be. Yes. Even if it's just a quiet life, it doesn't sure. necessarily mean that they have to be out at parties like Chloe right. liked to be. Yeah. <laughs> used to say, Chloe, I would just see how, what she did at a party by looking on Instagram later because uh-huh. she would just leave me and go and mingle <laughs> with all the people. It doesn't have to be that. It can be a quiet time at home like yeah, Cupid exactly. has. But it can still be extremely fulfilling and loving and bonded. And so I'm so thankful for in November, it's Senior Rescue Month. And so in November, we're having it again this year. We're just starting the early planning for that. Oh, I love it. I hope that you invite me. Yeah, of course. Dory, where do we find you? Um, yeah. Can you spell the the Instagram <laughs> yes. account for me, please? We're at the underscore Cardogians, K-A-R-D-O-G-G-I-A-N-S. All right, wonderful. Um, and it, otherwise, it's thecardogians.com, and that'll link you everywhere. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, Instagram is the main place to find us. Um, we're on Facebook too, but really Instagram's our, yeah. our jammy jam. <laughs> Good. And I mean, I really encourage everybody to check it out because yeah. the photographs are so charming, so engaging. And you're also through that, you're able to really, again, spread the word, spread the message yeah. of senior dogs and how beautiful they are. Yeah. My goal is always to educate with a laugh. And I do that as much as I can on there. So anytime that I can work an extra laugh into there, whether, you know, it's uh, self-effacing humor or anything yeah. like that, it's uh, it's what I try to do. So we, this is not the sob story seniors kind of account. Good this is you. the have a laugh on us and see what crazy, silly things we're up to. So That's very smart. <laughs> So thank you so much for letting me talk about thank all this. Thank you. Thank you for coming. <laughs> As you can and, tell, it's my passion. <laughs> oh, but that's... And again, she... Chloe gave that all to you. Yeah. And now you're continuing... Yeah. Through her voice and through others. Yeah. And the seniors are lucky to have you. Thank you. I'm Thanks. lucky to have them, too. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for being here. Thank you. All right. Bye. Bye. I really enjoyed speaking with Dory because she was able to harness this amazing love and connection with her dog, Chloe, and kind of advocate and speak for both seniors and for rescue dogs. She's been able to take the idea of fun and humor and really the playfulness of playing with the obsession that people have with the Kardashians and turning it into something that so many people can relate to They love to find on the internet. They love watching her Instagram feed. And ultimately, it really helps to advocate for those senior dogs that end up homeless. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dog Save the People, a podcast about how dogs make our lives better. This show is a production of As It Should Be, a content studio, and it's made with the support of our producer and editor, Jack Summer. Special thanks to our composer and neighbor, Daniel Lampert, for creating the music for the show. I hope you enjoyed the episode. You can subscribe to Dog Save the People on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you like this show, please leave a review or rating. New episodes come out every Tuesday, so see you next week for another episode from Dog Save the People. 
You can also check out the Tiny Tim Rescue Fund, my foundation, at johnbartlettny.com. Enjoy a walk with your dog and make it a great day for both of you.